Well, hello everybody. Welcome back to In the Dark. Welcome to In the Dark, if this is your first time. I was online today, and I want to stop for a minute and tell you I am outside enjoying the beautiful day right now, so I have my feet stuck in the ground. I don't know if any of you know anything about what they call earthing or grounding, but it's supposed to have a huge healing effect on you when you put your bare feet or your body even on, you connect it to the actual earth, the ground, the grass, wherever, um, and you do this for maybe a half an hour, or hour every day, and it's supposed to help you heal your body. So if you guys hear a lot of traffic or birds or there's cars that go by and there's like, you know, all kinds of nature going on here. So bear with me because that's why we have all this, this noise going on. So as I was saying, I was online today and I just happened to type in, I was looking for my podcast name. I didn't know. I, I, I can never, I, I know how it, 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 uh, how I have it typed out, but Sometimes I get it mixed up whether I have the dog men first in parentheses or the Bigfoot in parentheses. So I just kind of had to do a double check because I was sending it to somebody. And <laughs> I so I pulled it up, and online I find this um, review column that said uh, in 2022 the top 30 podcasts to listen to. And I happened to see that when I saw this signage or whatever the notification was online search engine it it had my channel name on there and I was like no way so I I clicked on it and mine is at actually at number 12 and I was I was just really flattered I was very happy about that I thought it's so weird when you're doing podcasts because you know you just you're kind of putting yourself out there and you're kind of just some people like me like I don't you know I don't have the fancy studio and you know, the fancy sound system and all that stuff. Now I could, I mean, I've had this stuff ready to do all that with, but I just, I just really enjoy the real laid back, you know, just kicking back and talking to people type scenario with this. And I really just don't make a huge production out of it. Mm. Hang on a second. Um, mm. But, oh, there's my phone again. My phone always interrupts us, doesn't it? So, um, I was really flattered to see that. I thought, you know, that is really super cool that I'm actually at number 12. I mean, it's, it's, it's just really neat to see that your work is being recognized like that. And you don't really feel like you're doing anything great. You're just, you know, you're kind of just kicking back and you're talking to people and you're telling stories Mm -hmm. and you're, you know, sending out information that you've learned along the way that you want to share with others is pretty much what happened to me. I just got to the point where I, you know, I just, my head just could explode with all the information I had in it from this, you know, what I call my journey from being asleep to awake. And I just felt I needed to share it with people. And and I had asked God, you know, on several occasions to show me what my purpose was, like, what do you want me to do? And somehow I landed on podcasting and I not in a million years that I believe that I would ever be podcasting. I mean, I just, I never even thought that this would be in my future. Um, you know, never set out to do it, to become famous or to, you know, just 
for the recognition. It was never anything about that. It was just, I just wanted to, you know, share the information that I've learned and my experiences with my own life, um, with the supernatural and, you know, psychic phenomena and all that kind of stuff. And I just wanted to share it with you guys. And it, um, it's really led into something that has been really great. And I know, I know you're all probably ready to, to just, you know, I know you guys are probably a little upset that I'm not on podcasting as much as I was. I just got so busy guys. Like I, I, um, my daughter had moved out, she moved in and then she left again. And so I ended up taking on her son, my grandson, because we didn't want to relocate his schools. So I have him through the week and then my season started with my work. So I ended up going back to that and I've just been, you know, it's been really crazy. Like I, my life has just gotten so hectically busy and I really mean to start getting on here more and doing more podcasts, putting more episodes out a lot more. And I, you know, I'm going to try to do that. I also don't want it to be forced. I don't want to have to research, like force myself to do research on things that I'm really not interested in or that, um, I just don't want it to be forced. You know, I, I, I just, I want it to come natural. I want to be able to come on here when I have something to say, or if I have somebody to interview and not really stress over, oh, it has to be, you know, like there's a deadline here that has to be so many per week. I, ju I just don't want it to be unnatural. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. And it's been really, it's, it's been a great, you know, time for me to be with my grandson and everything, but I really, I'm missing doing the podcasts episodes as much as I was doing them. Boy, these birds are going crazy. And also my allergy got really bad. Um, I found out I was allergic to cardboard and it has systematically grown into going from touching cardboard to now just breathing anything around it. It's getting really bad. So they believe I have mast cell activation syndrome, which is basically like a death sentence. It's really, really severe. It's very serious. Um, it can get really bad really quick, and I am very concerned about this. So I'm in the process of trying to go to different specialists and find doctors that know what to do, how to help treat me, and just doing a lot of research here. And I just found out that Halsey, the singer Halsey, um, she just had a baby not too long ago. I don't know how old the baby is, but I know it wasn't that long ago. And she was just diagnosed with it, and I just, boy, my heart just went out to her. Because I thought, my God, you know, here's somebody that I, I love Halsey. I think she's just absolutely a beautiful, beautiful girl. And I couldn't believe that she's going through that. And it's really weird because she had a baby and they, you know, it, it seemed to me like I was sitting talking to different people about this and they were talking about how their allergies got really bad when they started going through menopause. And I'm in, I'm going through that. So I just it, it just struck a chord with me when I found out that she had just had a baby not long ago and now she's got mast cell and a couple other like a, um, she's got an autoimmune disease which I have as well and pretty much everything Halsey was diagnosed with I have so it was really um, I would love to be able to talk to her and see if there's anything that she finds out and anything that her doctor 
you know, directs her, like any kind of treatments and stuff that she might find out that I don't know about or vice versa. So it's just really crazy stuff. But I, I have been fasting. I've been doing that intermittent fasting to try to kind of reset my immune system a little bit. Like I'm eating six hours a day and I'm, I'm not eating for 18 hours a day. I'm trying to cut out all gluten. Sometimes I have days where I slip up. Um, just trying to cut back. There's actually foods out there that are high in histamines. And come here. Hang on. My little grandson is interrupting me. Um, hang on one second. I'm going to take a quick break. I'll be right back. Okay, guys, I am back. Figured I'd squeeze in my message for my sponsor there while I was tending to my little baby grandson. Um, tonight I have some encounter stories for you. And I also have a, um, a letter that was written to me by one of my listeners. And I have Chandler and Paul back, mainly Chandler, telling about some more of some of the stuff they deal with, with the supernatural around where they live and some of their camping trips they've had and things like that. I do want to warn you that when some of my, some of my guests do swear and I do try to edit out as much as I can, but some of them swear quite a bit. So please excuse that. Just, you know, I'm a Christian. I'm not saying I never swear when I'm angry, but um, if it offends you, just kind of cringe and just kind of try to move past it. I will try to work on, you know, editing it more in the future. I just sometimes I just can't. I may not be able to get them all. But um, so if you hear, you know, a swear word or two or maybe 10 in there, please excuse it. Um, I hate it's It's like every time you hear it, you just kind of bounces off your soul like, oh, gosh, no. But I'm I'm still working on cleaning up, you know, my swearing when I get upset about things. I tend to get a little bit of a potty mouth on me, but um, I'm working on that, too. So always a work in progress with the Lord, aren't we? So uh, that's what I have tonight for you. And I hope you really enjoy it. I might be doing I'm thinking about actually starting a medical forum as well, like a medical podcast because I'm dealing so much with things medically and I'm finding out I, I actually have like a separate journey that I've been on medically and it's been really fascinating what I've learned sorry about the traffic here um, with just doctors and nutritionists and holistic healers and you know chiropractors and acupuncturists and it's just it's been such a journey with this and I would really like to share that with people if they're interested and I'm finding I'm starting to kind of mingle it in with this show and I I, I do like to do that I like to add some things in there that are different but I feel like I'm at a stage with this now where I need to just have a full-blown separate podcast for the medical stuff so if you guys are interested in that, I'll let you know probably next week, um, next time I'm on next podcast, what the name of it will be. And I'll direct you to it for anybody that's interested in learning, you know, anything that you may not know or something you could, you know, potentially learn. Um, so it's, it's something I've been thinking about doing. So I'm going to start the show here with Chandler's little uh, discussion I had with her and Paul and... I will be ending it with some stories I had sent to me and another, it was more like a, a letter that I had written to me. Okay, you guys, here we go. Okay, you and, and Paul, you guys are in the camper mm -hmm. and things come in. It's just random. out of the blue. Random. 
it's like all of a sudden one night something will happen and we'll be right. like what the fuck was that and it feels like a different energy every time because paul will be like paul asked me he's like what are you feeling and shit i'm like dude this feels like totally different than the last time because the first time we had this problem with this really last time we had this problem with this really tall man yeah he was like so tall he would like hunch over the fucking ceiling and like look at us right and i was like i had this problem where i was like this does not feel good in the living room usually i can like look at the living room and I was like there's nothing there like i can like feel it but then there's some times where it's just like there's something in here right now and it's really weird because like the atmosphere just totally shifts and then sometimes it'll make itself like it like the first three days it's like testing it out like can i stay here can i not what's going on and i can feel it and i'll start pushing it pushing it pushing it the last one was really hard to get rid of because it was trying to stay and it was because it was scaring paul paul would wake up in the middle of the night and stare at the corner so what do you think it was i don't know it's like things that come into the camper. And but when you say stay. things, do you think it's a guy or a girl? Or do you, do you think it's like a, do you think it's demonic? Do you yeah, think it's like supernatural like, from the outside? Like little people or No, no, no. It's like, it's like, it's like something is like, I don't know if like things are like, they're like, you know, things are probably traveling all the time. And I just think that sometimes like they just kind of find our come place through. and they come through. Do you think and, it's a cryptid or a like? What, no, because what's like, the sense of what you get? I just think it? it's it's like what we used to do with like here, like supernatural. Stuff. Oh, like spirits yeah. and stuff. Okay, yeah. and like they like to cause issues because like the first time it was like a normal man. The first time I remember there was like a normal man that would stand in like the living room. That's yeah. all he would do was stand, and he actually freaked Violet out sometimes. And then he would try to get close to the ba- bathroom, and he would just stare at us. And he would just be super weird. It was super uncomfortable. And then I told him to leave. And I was like, I can't deal with you. And then, like, with him was, like, this weird, like, kind of, like, like, jumpy thing. And I don't know what that was about. And then, but when I told them, they both kind of came at the same-ish time. And they both, I just sent them all both away. Because they were just kind of causing, like, issues for Paul. Like, Paul couldn't deal with, like, the living room being dark. He was like, I yeah. can't deal. Because Paul can't deal with this as much as I can. Because I used like, when I was... He lived in here. I used to turn off all my lights in my bedroom and just like, deal with it because I'm like, I can't stand being scared. It's just pissing me off. I'm yeah. like, I just want to stop being scared. Like, I'm, I'm done with being oh, scared. Oh, did you feel that way? I never yeah. knew you felt like that. I had this horrible time where I used to astro project a lot in the bed- bedroom. Did you? Constantly. You got to astro project. I used to watch myself sleep all the time. Chandler, that is so cool. Well, I did. Like, I always wanted I started, to do that. I started doing this thing where you do alarms where you wake yourself up every 15 minutes. Yeah. And then you wake up and then eventually you just like slip out and you're just like, holy shit. And it's kind of hard to get back in though sometimes because you're just like, you have to try. You're like, go back, go back, go back. And you have to like try to put yourself right, back in. Right. There. You have to focus really hard. And then there's one time where I was, the scariest time I ever had is where I looked down at myself sleeping and I could see this old witchy woman crawling around my room, like on the end of my bed trying to like get at me and she was like moving her head around the hag and she was sounds like, like the hag and she was just like her hair was kind of like curly though and her eyes were crazy yeah and she was just like she was dressing like neck to feet black but her head and she had these long arms and she was just like i'm gonna get you and shit and yeah. she was like crawling around my room like twisting her head to look at me while i was sleeping and i fucking i uh I was like, you have to go back in your body right now. Like, you have to turn on lights. And I like remember like getting back in my body and I woke up and I stared right at where she was. And Did I turned you? on my light and I was like, get the fuck out. It was one of the scariest things because she was like trying to crawl up my legs. 
and stuff. Yeah, they're like, so creaturey. Like, they're so like just so just yeah, so dirt ballish, you know? It's not okay. It's like is this really like sometimes I'll be in the kitchen and I'll be like, is this really what you want to do is with this your real? life? Even like is this like, real? like this is what your life it consists yeah. of is basically just wandering being, around, just being just torturing yeah. people and I was like, I can't believe that this is what your existence is. Yeah. And you yeah. you would seem to enjoy well, it, I guess. Is that I was doing something else in the dream, and I was like shot back to my body real quick. Like I was doing something else. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, dream state. Out, Your dream state. Stuff. And then like I cut back to the bedroom, staring at myself in this dark room with this weird pink crawl in my room. Why? And I felt like threatened. I was like, I have to get back right Dude, now. Dude, that's so cool. It's like I never got scary. to do that. I always wanted to ask for project. I I think I've done it like a couple times, but it yeah. wasn't anything major. But like I've had, I had when you said about trying to get back in really hard. I had one night. That was the night. Well, I've had a couple times this has happened. Not mm -hmm. not just one night, but there's been actually several times where I had to. I was aware. I was in my dream, and then I couldn't get myself to wake up. Yeah. I but the night that I remember that I felt Satan or Lucifer after me. He was trying to keep me. He was. I was really, really getting closer and closer and closer to God. I'd gotten so close to God. God was actually coming to my dreams. He was sending me messages. He was answering questions like so, like so profoundly that you knew it was him. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and he was just showing me things, taking me down that, that what they call the rabbit hole of just showing me this, showing me that, and yeah. opening my eyes to this. Sense, it yeah. was just amazing like the journey I had with God to really get close to him which I'm still close to him now the first thing I did today when I woke up was prayed I sat and talked to the Lord I prayed for all of us and yeah. I just talked to him constantly you know not constantly but you know all through the day I'll, you know I always feel sometimes. like he's there and I yeah. can talk to him at any point in time sometimes I forget to pray because I'm just like oh he's yeah. always here yeah, I do that you know a lot I mean? of times I'll be like I'll be quiet for a lot through yeah. the day and yeah. I won't have talked to him and then all of a sudden it'll be like you know, I love you, God. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I'll be like, I'm here. Yeah. You know, I'm just kind of quiet today. Or I'm kind of yeah. pensive. I'm thinking, yeah. I'm deep in my thoughts. But I, I love you. Yeah. Like, I'll say that to him a lot. I'll be like, yeah. I love you, Jesus. I know you're there. Because well, sometimes I have I'm to here. remember that it's a relationship. Like, you got to yeah. tell the person you yeah. love because they, they don't know. Yeah. You know I, mean? I know. I was, I was going on this tangent about, you know, the male-woman relationship today. And I was like, I was praying and I went off on this thing about, I just don't understand men. They're, they're just so destructive. And like, I was like, okay, <laughs> but this funny. prayer isn't about this, God, you know. But it was really this. I have such a relationship with him where I talk to him. I joke around with him. I'll just talk about my day. Like, I'll be doing stuff and I'll start talking to him about things you know mm -hmm. and, and it's it's a real relationship it's it goes far beyond um prayer like it's yeah. so far beyond that now and so but he was but i had like something happened where i got really angry at satan i got i call him lucifer i always do because i just i just do it's his name you know mm -hmm. and um <clears throat> so i went to sleep that night i got into this dream and i felt him trying to kill me he was trying to keep me from waking up and breathing. I'd stopped breathing in my dream and I couldn't breathe. I couldn't, I couldn't make myself breathe. And I was like very aware of it in my dream. My soul was aware of what was going on with my actual physical body. And I knew he was there. I knew he was, it was actually Lucifer. And I finally, in my mind, in my dream, I started saying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I was calling on Jesus and uh, and I couldn't say it because I wasn't breathing. He had stifled me from completely talking. 
I couldn't say anything. I couldn't breathe. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I felt myself say, Jesus, I actually got myself to say it in my dream. It like released and I said it real loud and profound. And then I felt myself go back into my body, but I was still in dream state. And I said, Satan, I was like, I'm going to kill you. And I said it really big. Like I said this really loud, like real powerful. Like it was like almost like God's power came into me and he looked at me and he turned around and he started running and I started going after him and I like had the power of God in me and I was like, you're dead. You're dead when I get a hold of you. And then like shortly after that, I had a dream where God showed me, me in the afterlife, who I was going to be, who I was to him because I had gotten, I felt like I'd always been born. Like I felt like before I was born, I wasn't actually human. I felt that I was a, I had lived in heaven and I felt that yeah. I had, I had been, um, something I'd come here for a lesson or to learn something or even as punishment. I wasn't sure if it was punishment or a lesson because ever since I've been here, I've always felt like these humans, I've always felt like, I can't believe I'm a human. Like I've always had that in my mind. Like, how could I be this human? Like, this is degrading. It's crazy that I'm stuck here in this form. Yeah. Like, how did I end up this way? You know? And, and, um, I remember he showed me that I was dressed in all black and I was in the middle of the sky and it was all black. I was in space. And he said, my name was Empress. That's what he called me, which I thought was so crazy. It was so, I felt so weird saying that. I was like, okay, that's bizarre. Like, I'm not going to call myself something of royalty. That's weird, but it is God, you know? So I thought, but it is God. And if you're actually working for God, who knows what he would consider you as. And he said, I was the, I was his wrath, that I would become his wrath. Like one of his, one of his branches like his finger the finger of God's wrath or something and I remember I was spinning and spinning and spinning in in space because he had gotten angry about something and I it showed me gaining like this force and then all of a sudden I stopped and I shot this beam of light down to utterly just annihilate something that was bad it was something that God needed destroyed something that had to do with hurting children and, and, um, and then he said, I had a horse named Emerson in heaven, in heaven. It was, it was this beautiful black, like stallion, but she was female and her name was Emerson. So I was like, this is crazy. Like I've never even thought of a name of Emerson, yeah. you know? That's and awesome. I was like, but it was wild, but it, but it, he told me that because of my personality, who I was, that I'm always wanting to fight for injustice and I'm really weird about fairness. And I've always been somebody that just I can't stand things that are unfair I can't stand how people get I can't stand anything or anybody being hurt or people hurting each other and that was why my personality he was going to use that for something that I wanted that I had actually asked him to to fight for him to be part of something of him to yeah. to help you know people because yeah. that's what I wanted and I wanted to be in his army so to speak but he actually had me kind of singled out to be like his wrath in a way. And I was like, okay, but what about when it's all over, you know, and you don't need wrath anymore, you know, <laughs> then what, you know, but then he kind of gave me well, yeah. this feeling of peace, like that we would just all be peaceful and, you know, then we would have different lives and stuff like that. So it was really neat though. Yeah. But yeah, I just, um, 
I don't know this whole this whole thing. What I wanted to ask you about the drums, though. What do you think the drums are? You keep hearing at your house. I don't know. They just happen every once in a while. So how far away are they? They're like in the woods, and they sound like they get closer, and they get sound like they go farther away, and it's like very fast. And like me and Paul were outside, just sitting there, just so listening. We're like, yeah. It was. Isn't that we're like, nuts? We're like, what is going on? There's like old people. There's not like people down there playing the drums. You know what I'm saying? It sounds like the fairy, it's, the fae. That's crazy. It's it the fae. Yeah, it's awesome. But like it's the, scary. it sounds to me like what you would call the 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 fairies. Yeah. And they love music. I know. They love when you we're play music. music. Yeah, we're always. Oh my gosh. Well, no, there's like two things we're saying. No, but like when people when things come in and out of the camper, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's really weird. I just wanted to say that the, the, the yeah. things do come in and out of the camper, and they're always really. Uh, there's always something outside. I don't know what it is, but like you know, like how you get like that. I smell like the rotten flesh. I felt something really weird on top that's of the camper, stuff like that. I'm like, that's kind of like that's. Have like you actually just, smelled rotted yeah, flesh? I used to smell rotting flesh all the time with Euclid. Oh boy, Chan! All the time in our house. Yeah, all the time. Oh God! Every time growing up, I, I was know that awful. I'd be like, oh my God. It didn't smell awful. I never smelled anything it was like so that. I don't weird think because like I like you started telling me that I was like, but apparently that's also like a demonic thing. It's it is. Flesh. I smell sulfur all the time. That's weird. I get a that's sulfur weird. smell a lot. That's odd. Yeah. I don't like that. That's I don't smell sulfur too often. I do sulfur, and that's what's like holy crap. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Where could that be? But no. Uh, yeah. There's something definitely in the woods. I don't know what it is, but there's something very nice during the daytime, and there's something. Really night and of it's course. a total shift yeah. like during the daytime you're like this is beautiful there's like, like there's fairies out here you know you're in the middle of what's awesome as yeah. soon as nighttime comes out you're like well maybe the maybe there's the, something out here you know something nocturnal comes out yeah it's um, freaky. if you interrupt the fairies playing of music they kill you mm. so if you if you come upon them and all they have to do is touch you or hit you with something, and you can die. They take your soul. Well, it was really cool. That's, that's the legend. The of one it. time that me and Paul thought that we saw fairies legitimately because there were just these bright blue dots in the middle of the woods. Like it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. It looked like stars, right? In the middle of the woods, and they would just and they would come by, and then they would fade away, and then another one would pop up, and then they would fade, and then another one would pop up, and they fade, and we were in the middle of the wods. It was dark ever. Yeah. And I told him to turn off his flashes. And he's just like, what are you talking about? I was like, that's right. We're in the middle of the woods. We don't need to talk about I said, just look. And he's like, sorry. He said, and I've never actually been around, so we could actually see sometimes exactly what I saw. But um, he he saw it, and we were just sitting there, and we were like, whoa, Violet was just normal. And I started kind of dancing. I started playing around. I was just like, Paul, there's the fairies. And I started laughing, and he's just like, this is not funny, Chandler. And I was like, this is kind of funny. I'm like, there's twinkling lights. Well, we have to accept that they're there. But that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Like. You know, trying to deny that they're there, trying to, you know, not believe in it doesn't change the fact that they're there and it yeah. doesn't leave you any safer. No. If you can't admit that and you can't accept it, then you're basically a sitting duck. Yeah, pretty much. You know, like you have to understand that you've got to wake up and realize yeah. that this stuff's real, that we live in a completely supernatural I realm. I have to take you up to Rock Rock. I know. I want to go. I'm we scared. Were just, we were thinking about going up this weekend. But yeah, I want to go if you go. Um, but yeah. I'm just saying, if you go up there, it's crazy. Yeah. And it gets, and it's always at 7.30. And I don't know why. Well, that's, you know. 7.30 hits all the Twilight-ish time. 
but it's still kind of daytime up there, and that's what freaks you out. Well, it's and, summer, but, but there's still. something about being in those waters, and they always take something from you. So just offer something before you never, they take ever, something. ever go up there without a gift. You make sure you gift you them. Give, I always give them hair ties and cakes. They want cakes. They like sweets. I gave them cakes, candies, anything sweet. If they you offend my, them, they get upset. I know. So yeah, but I, make sure. to, I gave them a hair tie one time because I didn't have anything. And I was, I was like, "Look, I was like, mm-hmm. you can use this." Yeah, and then you go back; it's gone. The cryptids like it's tobacco. Gone. Tobacco. That's Bigfoot gone. and the dogmen love I tobacco. Can see that. I can see that. You know, so no, I would, but, oh I would God. definitely take some, maybe some cupcakes and some tobacco with oh my me. God, they're crazy. I saw that with Paul. I was like, "What if we come back and like, the, there's a bite you know, the cupcake, and it was gone." That was the really fucky part. Oh my god. We put a cupcake on a rock. Yeah. And we went for a walk. Yeah. Came back. I didn't, but then you always think it was an animal. animal. Yeah. You know? The cupcake was gone. Yeah. And I was like, I, was, I looked at Paul and Paul goes, like, so he's like, okay, that's a little odd because we kind of joked about it. We yeah. were like, put it up in a tree once. Put it like up on a like, limb, a little bit higher. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Maybe put a kid. Well, they, every time somebody puts a camera up there, they don't come anyway with a camera. I saw a video of this guy who started like paranormal activity in himself, his, his house because he was like, so many things were happening. So he's like, I'm going to start recording it. Yeah. So he put a camera in his, it was like, if this was the door that he can comes in and takes off his jacket and then his, this is his bedroom. Yeah. So he had a camera where he came in, and then he had a camera in his bedroom. He went from that door, and you could see there was a, a window right there, and it was like twilight. And he turned off his lights, and the second that the night vision kicked on, the in-between, you could see the silhouette of a man. As soon as the night vision kicked on, he disappeared. Yeah. And then he goes into his bedroom. And his lights were off. And you could see a silhouette of a man. It looked like he just teleported. And you could oh see the dude gosh. looking at him. Like, yeah. you could feel the guy, like, looking at the dude. Yeah. And the dude was just going about his day. You know, but it looked like he just went boom, boom. And just as his light was off and he turned it on. No, his light was on. Yeah. And when he turned it off, same thing happened. Like, that second between the light being turned off and the night vision kicking on, you could clearly see that there's somebody there. Right. It was only showed up in pitch darkness. I was like... That is fucked up. Yeah. That's so fucked up. Yeah. Because, like, I wonder if there is a type of spectrum that we can see them that isn't night vision. Because yeah. Because that's crazy. That was, like, yeah. that was insane. That's just, I don't it's know. Terrifying. There's so much going on. And the thing that, the thing that I kind of marvel at are the people that will say they believe in Bigfoot, but they don't really believe in dogmen. Or they believe in, you know, God, but they don't believe in the devil. Or they believe in heaven, but they don't believe there's a hell. Or they don't believe, they'll believe in the Bible, which is basically a completely supernatural book. Yeah. Okay, our God is a completely supernatural being. And they'll believe in that, but they won't believe in demons or ghosts or cryptids. You know, people that come down with six heads and four wings, <laughs> they, but they okay. don't, they, they close their mind that they're selective yeah. in what they believe in. And yeah. it's like, dude, if one of them exists, mm-hmm. anything can Everything exist, exists. Yeah. yeah, you know? And I just am like, you need to open up your mind because like, if you can honestly believe in God and you can believe in the Bible and you can believe in angels and you can believe mm-hmm. in Satan, then you certainly 
you know, you'd have to be off your rocker to not believe that our, that Satan hasn't created creatures that are demonic or other things that got like anything. It could be anything, you know, this whole realm is supernatural. And like, you know, basis of just area 51 and they say that, yes, there are life forms. They say life forms in area 51, but they won't disclose what it is. I know. That alone is the craziest thing I've ever heard. It's, I think dragons live in the Grand Canyon, and I think there's a spot where a dragon lives, but they won't let anybody. There's people a, have seen dragons. There's a spot in the Grand Canyon yeah. that is heavily guarded. You it's can't it. even get within like a mile or two from what? it. They will literally escort you out. It's not Area 51. It's a cave in, Grand Canyon. in the Grand Canyon in the mountain. And literally, in God's they name. will helicopter drop dudes on you and say, you have to leave the premises. You can't wow. even walk within, like, because there's videos of people trying to see what it is. They will not let you come there. And it's a cave in the Grand Canyon. And they won't let you anywhere like it near it. It could be giants, It too. sounds like a dragon, isn't there? Giants, dragons, it could be, it could be, it could be portal to hell. Yeah, yeah. For all you Gotta know, be, I mean, it could be, um... They had, they had, they found uh, Egyptian stuff in the Grand Canyon. Egyptian, Egyptian, Egyptian me out. hieroglyphs and stuff. That stuff isn't right. Well, I think that there's a lot of, uh, of influence there by Lucifer. There's a lot of weird There's shit. a lot of Luciferian influence there with the Egyptian The stuff. Egyptian shit travels all the way through Illuminati, Masonry. Yeah. It's, it's just yeah. like direct. They said even, even the, the spaceships that people see, they, if you look up and you get close to them, they have hieroglyphs on them. They have hieroglyphs on the on the spaceships. I think that's when demons walked the earth. Because they talk about Achman Ra, they talk about Ra, they talk about Anubis. I think those were demons yeah. living and existing. So do I. And I think that that's when they were like worshipped. Yeah. Because they were like giant cats right. and shit. And I'm like, that's the fallen crazy. angels and stuff too. They could be yeah. the watchers of fallen well not the watchers really, the fallen angels, I'd say more. I think they, they put themselves in those positions. What you know what I mean? Like, what happened to all of them? You know? I think God just got fed up and he, he, he allows so much and then he just wipes, he it. Just wipes it clean. Yeah, I think he, he, he allows things to... Because, you know, his time isn't our time. So, you know, he's up there and we think, like, all this time's going by, all this stuff's going on. But for his timing, we don't know how it feels for him. Yeah. It might be so much smaller time feeling to him than it is, or maybe no sense of time at all. I don't know. So he doesn't realize really, you know, maybe he does. I don't, I don't know, but it just seems to me that it's the only real explanation as to why God allows all the stuff to go on that he does as long as he does in our time. You, you know, God sometimes feels sorry for himself. Like sometimes he failed. I got that. Well, feeling. he says in the Bible, he repented. I've, he repented from making mankind. And that means he felt he regretted it. He had a regret. I had a, I had this weird feeling. That's really weird that you said that because I didn't know that. Um, I had this weird feeling the other day because I was like, you know, it's really sad that all these parents and adults, all their problems are from their parents. Yes. And then that is all true. of their kids have problems from their parents. Right. So it's just this vicious, horrible cycle that exactly continues right. through millenniums and generations. So, but it's like, well, who were the first parents? Yeah. And you're like, well, God was. And it's like, I wonder if he feels bad. Because sometimes, like, I look at that, like, if I was God and I looked at all my kids like this, I feel bad. I feel, yeah. like, I feel like I failed. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you want well, so much goodness in them, but I think, like, 
you just weren't equipped. I don't think anybody's equipped to raise anybody else. I don't think that that's because it's, it's very because yeah. like God's like in a sense he's a parent. He created them, so it's like. And granted, he didn't, like, have the sex scene to go through birth and all that stuff, but he did create them. You know, he took his own yeah. image and he put them into people. And I just don't think that, you know, I feel like Adam and Eve were kind of babyish. You know, they were only, like, you know. They were too young. They were too to, young. Too, 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 they, they, there was just no base for any, really, yeah. anything. And even, you know, there, I have problems with certain things that God's done. But I think God, I think God is learning. I, I, it even says that. It, it, it points to the fact that he's learning with us. But then it also contradicts itself and says that God never changes. I don't believe that. I think God is still, he's, he, because just the fact that it said in the Bible that he repented. Yeah. That he regretted making mankind shows that he's still learning. He's he's changing with us. Like he's observing us yeah. and realizing, hey, maybe I should. And, and people have gone to him and asked him to change his mind about something, and he has. Yeah. So it isn't that he never changes. I don't believe God. He might be consistent with like his love for us and you know that kind of stuff, but I don't think it's a literal like he's never able to change. Period at all with anything. I think that, you know, he does learn. I feel like other creations he's made, it's very cut and dry because he didn't make them, like, fully conscious of, like, yeah. he gave us, like, free will of everything. Yeah. Like, with angels, he's like, you are my angels, this is your duty, this is what you do, and yeah. this is how I, what I expect from you. It's very easy to follow those rules. Humans, he just put them in a garden and was like, have fun, and it's like, well, if you tell creatures to do what they want to do, yeah. they're going to do the, the most weirdest variables you can think of. Well, like, the thing about the Garden of Eden, like, you know, you have a being that is the most beautiful thing you've ever created. Your firstborn creation out of anything and anywhere. That this is your yeah. first created, most beautiful, magnificent being in, in, in all of existence who has taken one-third of the angels with him out of heaven that's already been in your presence. Yeah. Okay, and one-third of the angels could have been, for all we know, millions of them. Yeah. We don't know what one-third of the angels literally we means. We don't know if that includes cherubims. We don't know any we of it. We don't know really what that includes. So we don't know what that is. It could have been 20. It could have been 200. It could have been 200,000. It could have been millions. We yeah. don't know what it was. Yeah. But so you, you take these two individuals that you've created that know nothing, yeah. and you put this being allow this being or however whether he snuck in the garden or whatever somehow or another this being ends up in the garden of eden with yeah. a woman away from her husband now the one thing that god did tell me and i will believe this until he tells me otherwise is that cain was lucifer's son i believe that because i don't know where this came from i was sitting there one day and i was thinking about the whole creation thing and I was thinking about Cain killing his brother Abel. Cain was the first murderer. He was the first born to Adam and Eve. He slaughtered his brother. And I heard God say, Cain was Lucifer's son. This is what I heard. I could be wrong. That's crazy, though. And I, but this came out of nowhere. That's a crazy thought. It, it came out of nowhere. Never read it on the internet. Yeah. I've since looked it up and, and seen, never saw it before. I literally heard this from God. I, I heard he was alone in the garden of Eden with Eve. Um, our perception is he came as a serpent or a snake. That could have been, you know, a, a, just a description of just saying like Satan is the dragon. He, although Satan did supposedly turn into a dragon when he was fighting Michael. 
he turned into a literal dragon. That's crazy because I said that he came in on wings. Yeah, yeah, but um, I, I, I was wondering how Cain could have had that kind of hatred in him, yeah. and that kind of murderous tendency, and that's when I heard God say, "Cain was Lucifer's son," and I was like, "Oh God. my God!" I was like, "She was alone in the garden." We don't know how long she was alone with him. We don't know what he looked like. He could have transformed. He could have presented himself as a serpent and then transformed into his, and this gorgeous looking male angel who of course would want to reproduce and corrupt mankind with his own seed. Yeah, this is what I thought. And then I was like, you know, then he, he, and then that's what created the, the hatred and the rift. And, and then the I was, Canaanites. all of it, the whole thing got started with, and the Canaanites were so evil that he had to flood the earth from the giants and the, the Canaanites, which they think were gigantic. What do you mean? I think, I believe, and I felt this from... he loves him? Like, he loves Satan? There's a part of him that, like... I think he'll always have a part of him that loves Satan. Because that was his firstborn son. And that could very well be why he allows him all the time he does. Maybe, and this is just a theory, maybe in God's mind, he keeps hoping that he'll come back to him. He's giving him chances. I don't know if that's the case. It's just a thought. I just wondered. I'm wondering if there's, like, a... Wondering if like God sees all these like testimonies and all these passages of time and he has to like let it run its course. Or like, well, that's that's what God had. Like, I felt I picked that up from God one day when I was asking that. I was like, "Why are you waiting? Yeah. What is going on What's, that is causing you to, to allow all this stuff to go on?" Yeah. And I had this flash boom into my spirit that. His explanation to me, because he communicates with me so much, mm-hmm. and I know it's him. I can feel it. You can feel and it. And I'm like, I he, what I got was I had a set time. I gave myself a set time that I was to not interfere to a degree. You know, of course, I send helpers for my people, the people that are mine. I'll send you know, their angels will help them mm-hmm. and and such. But I was to turn my back and let the set time play out however it plays out. And I knew what was going to happen with a lot of it because he sees things. You know, he's like, he has those premonitions and stuff like that. He knows the future. But he had to walk away, let things play out. Because, and he told me the reason was, was because what had happened with Lucifer was that he had convinced everybody that he was going to run the show better than God. He could do better than God. That God's God's way was flawed. And that if he put himself up above God and he made himself God, that he could run it so much better and he could do it this way. And he could, you know, and, and all these angels fell with him. They all fell and followed him. And then you have other angels in heaven that potentially could have doubted, you know, wondered, you know, if they went with Lucifer if they went this way. So what God needed to do was to allow all of creation to see what happens when Lucifer runs something. 
the hatred, the murder, the 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 just the fest, the disease, the sickness. Well, you know, but it, you know, sometimes I feel like he like it's gone out of control. Oh yeah, it's like it's like he doesn't even understand like the the like he doesn't even understand like how bad it can get. Right, you know what I mean. It's like I was related to like the cracked fish bowl. You know that you know once the fish bowl cracks and all the water comes out and the fish get out, you can't put everything back together again. It's out. I think everything that's created, no matter what it is, because of free will, gets out of everything's control. You can't control things. Even the government, the government which is run by Lucifer, I believe, and he's the head of all of it. Um, Obviously, you know it's his world. It's his domain. Um, I think that they try so hard to control things and they try to, and they've done a good job. They've, they've done a lot of damage to the human race and they've, they've, you know, brainwashed us. They've, they've poisoned us. They've, you know, they've done a lot to us, but it's still, even now more and more things are getting out of, like they can't, nothing can control anything a hundred percent. No, and it's not designed that way. You can't. God doesn't want it that way. He wanted us to come to him because we truly loved him and accepted him. He wants to be loved because we love him, not because we need something, not because, you know, um, you know, we're trying to buy our ticket into heaven. You know, he doesn't want to be loved because of that. He wants to be genuinely loved and he wants a genuine relationship. He doesn't want, hey, I'm sick. Let's all start praying. Or, oh, hey, God, it's been a couple of years. I think I'll pray tonight. Or, oh, it's Easter or Christmas. Well, let's all pray. That's not what God wants. That's not a relationship with God. He wants you every day to acknowledge that he exists, that he's there, that you love him that you're trying you know and I think the one way that we show God that we love him is to really try to not sin put an effort into it like you know and you should hate sin like you should love God that's where I got I got to this level where I actually started despising sin where I really started hating every time I did something that was wrong and I felt terrible because I was like, that's not how I want God to see that I love him. That's not what Jesus died for. Like, he didn't give his life for me to run rampant and do whatever I want to do. Yeah, he could probably still forgive me and love me no matter what if I asked him. But that's not how I want to, the reflection of what I want to show Jesus that his death meant to me. If he could sacrifice his life and he could give up at 33 years old, he could give up his entire future, a healthy, strapping young man, give up everything to go and not only die on the cross, but be tortured. Mm-hmm. He was tortured before this. Like he was beaten with, with hooks yeah. and, 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 and tortured, bleeding. And just, and he knew he was going to do this for people he didn't even know. Complete strangers. Now you would say, well, Jesus did know them because he's God. But these were, you know, all around him, people mocking know. him, and he didn't he know, know them, you know, no. and, and it, it just, I mean, would you do that for complete strangers? And God showed me the image. I'm right. Probably, I probably would too, but. You know, God was like, hey, this is your destiny. You can choose not to or do it, but you're going to kill But Jesus people. had that choice. That's what people he don't did. realize. Yeah, no, he he did. didn't have to do it. He, he could have said no. 
Right. And we would still be sacrificing lambs till this day. Everybody he could have said no. is in God's presence before they come to earth here. Everybody makes a contract with God on what they're going to do here on this earth to fulfill a purpose that God has designed for us. From the moment we hit that womb, demons are attached to us. There's like three demons that are attached to us for life mm -hmm. that can cause birth defects it can cause all kinds of crap to happen to us from the moment we hit that womb. Then we're born, and the whole time we're here, their whole goal is to direct, redirect us from our purpose that God had for us. Mm -hmm. So they spend all their time keeping us off track, keeping us from meeting the person that God designed us to be with, our, our soulmate in a sense, keeping us from fulfilling the purpose that God wanted for us. Mm -hmm. That's what their whole life is spent doing. But we have a contract with God in heaven, mm -hmm. what we're supposed to do here. And when Jesus came, the same thing for him. Yeah. He had a purpose and he did not have to fulfill that purpose. Mm -hmm. He could have chosen to walk away. That's why Satan tempted him in the wilderness. He, he offered him everything if he walked away from his purpose and he said no and he fulfilled it. And he gave us that. He opened up that doorway for us to walk through to be in heaven with God one day mm -hmm. forever or to choose mm -hmm. to do what we wanted and live you know, and serve Lucifer. So when we die, we go with who we served. I do too. I do all the time. I do too. Me and Tristan do. But it's it's hard to. I think Paul is the most easiest one for me to because I know what really is going on in his mind, and he does feel like there's something. Yeah. I even asked him, I was like, well, what do you think that something is? You know what I mean? I always prod the questions. I'm like, well, what's your thought on it? So that he's just like, I think God's real. He's like, I really do. He goes in, you know, in, in bad times so that you pray. You know, and it's like, it's kind of weird how we always resort to those things. And he goes, and it's really weird how every other history thing, it always goes back to Christianity. Everything always goes back yeah. to Christianity. He's like, everything you listen to, everything you do, it just always drives from that. He's like, it has to, it has to be real at this point. Yeah. I would explain to him, like, well, yeah, you know, this happened, this happened, this happened. And um, I tell him about stuff that I, I think about and do, and it kind of freaks him out because he's like, that's weird. How did you know that? You know what I mean? And I'm like, well, I was told by God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was like, it's not really that crazy. It's just like. We know. actually talk to God. And, um, and people look at you like, you talk to kind of like, I talk to God all the time. Um, I hear God. I can feel him. I can hear him. I walked in and, uh, in the kitchen, and there's Christian playing. Really? And uh, Tammy didn't change it. Wow. And it went off for like four days. And I didn't say anything. I was just letting it fill the air. And I was just astonished. That is adorable. It starts with the smallest steps. Like, and she, she said, like, she said, like, five days later, she realized that Christian music was playing the whole time. She's like, what the hell was I listening to? And I was like, I was like, you're, I said, you're, you're filling your house with I the said, Lord. You're getting crumped with Jesus, Mama. I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah. she's like, well, I changed it. She's like, but I didn't change it to Christian. That music. could be God. I was, like, I was like, I'm gonna shut up. Now. You're being called. I was like, and then you know that's what a calling. I still have it. Paul was uh, working one time at Wegmans. Dude walks up to him. He's like, I think he needs this today. He gives him a God salvation card. Yeah. Same used to act as a dad. Yeah. He gave it to him. And Paul looks, he's like, what is it? He goes, just read it. You'll find out. And it's all about, like, getting called Jesus. 
Did and he know the guy? And no. Could have been an angel. Really random dude just came out. Could have been an angel. Cleaning. And Paul's like, he's like, you need this. He didn't give it to anybody else. Yeah. So he said that the dude walked out. It could have been an angel. This is this is like, stuff that happens. And I was like, I, just, I was like, I was like, Paul, I was like, God's calling you, man. And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, he's You'll get signs you. all through your life. He's calling you. I said, yeah. you're getting called. He's like, what are you? Ta-? I was like, you are. God's calling. That you wasn't random, call. Paul. Was, that, that was God. That was intentional. Like two months later, he got a Jesus comic book from somebody else. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you don't understand. And that's what that's what people don't understand. It's these. It, it, it isn't much. No. It can be it's the like littlest little thing stuff. you say to somebody yeah. that you're, that's what's called planting seeds. Yeah. You're not going to go out and just save the world and say, because you, you, you witness to them. Now people do that. I'm not saying that that's not what can happen here, mm-hmm. but a lot of times it's a buildup. Mm-hmm. It, it's one seed exactly. here, another seed here, another seed there. So it's so important that any opportunity you get, you talk about God. I really hope that. I have a, weird feeling that Paul's dad got extremely close to God, God in the last month. Do you and want to I hear something weird? I don't know why because I just I have this feeling that he like made it. This is weird. I don't know why. I was talking to Tammy about two weeks before Paul died mm-hmm. and I witnessed to her. Mm-hmm. I was on the phone with her for probably an hour and a half talking about the Lord Mm -hmm. and she was asking me what she needed to do to get saved like how what do I do Mm -hmm. and I told her and I told her basically you know about giving up sin like one at a time I said it could be you know like maybe you go to a bank or a store and you swipe a pen you know or you know I mean something like that stop doing it it's it's baby steps you're not just gonna run in and just stop sinning you're gonna have to Take one sin at a time and show God you're trying. You're trying to stop, master that sin, and then start on another one. Mm-hmm. You know, and just gradually try to clean your life up so you're not living in sin. Like, you're always going to be a sinner because you're born that way. We're born with that in us, but you don't have to sin. Mm-hmm. Like, that's 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 a complete BS lie that we've been fed that you can't live on this earth and not sin. It's, it's, it's a lie. Yeah, it it's is. a trick. So I was talking to her about all this stuff. And then she goes, she says, the only thing I'm worried about is Paul, her, her husband. She said, how do I reach him? And I said, I told her we were talking and I was telling her like some, you know, giving her some ideas of, you know, like just talk about it and, and, and live your life. Like be a person that shows him that it's how you live and how you feel and how you believe like be an example first of all that's like the most important thing and talk to him about it mm-hmm. and he died two weeks later and I was shocked and I always wondered had she ever had a chance to talk to him I Paul has this reoccurring uh dream and thought every time he talks to his dad that he's on a, a little island in a is nice he house in like a cottage and he's oh. just sitting there reclining waiting for you guys waiting. yeah and I was like, well, did he take Kashan with him? Because Kashan's now He might gone. have. He I might was, have. No, he definitely did. Yeah. He took that. He took my cat. <laughs> he took my cat. I, th- I think it's so funny because I tell Tammy about that. And she goes, because he died of the same thing. Yeah. Kashan died of the same thing. I know. Thing. It's he such did. a sign. And I, I started kind of cracking up because I was like, I was like, he, he had to do one but last thing at me, did he? And we started laughing because, uh, <laughs> and uh, Tammy starts laughing. She goes, I cannot believe you said it out loud, but I always thought that. I was like, oh, yeah. I said, I've been thinking it the whole time. 
I yeah. mean, I knew he was taking the cat. There's been so there's been cases I of a little upset about it. <laughs> I just watched a, a a story where a man, a woman was around a male ghost a spirit that lived in this lighthouse with her, oh. and she had a baby and she had a dog and the dog was always like looking at this corner, barking at it, kind of like, you know, getting lo- like letting her know something was there. And yeah. she knew, she knew that the, the guy that died there was a, was a, uh, he was an alcoholic, lost his family and he ended up passing away there. And the dog, um, the baby was born. And shortly after the baby was born, the dog died suddenly. And the psychic came in and talked to her and she said, he came and took the dog. He just said, because the dog almost seemed like it was too much for her at the time. It was like too much, too much was going on. And he said, he looked at, she said she saw this image of the guy going to the light. He finally left because he felt like his job was done there. And he took the dog. He said, come on, buddy. We're not needed here anymore. Let's go. And the dog came with him, just like lifted out of his body and went with the guy. It was really sweet. But, but the psychic said the dog's with him. That's crazy. And he took him. He actually took him. And he, the dog willingly went with him. Like, just, it's like, okay. Oh, God. I was like, if Miley dies, I said, it better be Southern. I was like, I don't want Oh, and you don't me. want, yeah. I said, it better be, she's like 17, and it better be Southern. I was like, because I can't yeah. handle this. I know we I talked like, about, Ch- we were talking like, about Chasey last night about how she does. going fast. I was like, not draw this out. Drew and I, I were talking about that. I said, you know, when I saw Chasey pass away and... She died in my arms on September 11th. Yeah. And she, seeing her body in that box was so traumatic for me. Mm-hmm. It was just like one of my kids was laying there. And I just, oh. like I almost started crying last night just talking about her. I said, it's been years since she died. I know. Like 2012, 2013. She was more my friend. You know? She was more your baby. She was my baby. Yeah. That's why she came back. But like Violet's like my baby. Yeah. Whereas Chase was like my best friend. Was she like your sibling? She was, yeah. She was like my baby. She's she, your little she sibling. Me every night. I she was your baby. She was, oh my gosh. She, she's like Tristan. You know, well, she you and I did everything together. We always raised everybody together. We, yeah. we took care of all the animals you, together. Were, you know, you got the shots. You paid for it. You know, you yeah. Stuff. You, like, you're her mom, but I felt like her like aunt. You know, yeah, like, you were so cute with her. her. So, I loved her so I talked about her all the time. But that cloud, when I came home and saw oh, her face in that cloud, I will never, I was like, that is Chase. She's looking down at us. That's Chase. She's just this whole cloud. And then it was like, it was her face completely. And then I, and then, and then when it started to break up, it looked like she turned and her profile was like something called her. And I was like, she's, she's looking at me because she always wanted to be with us. Mm-hmm. And she was up there probably like, but I, you know, I'm, I'm leaving. Oh my God, it makes me want to cry. But I just, you know, like I just, it traumatized me so much. And I've thought of you before about that. I wonder if when Violet dies, if you're going to be able to get another dog for a while. Because you oh, just might know. need to go through that. I thought about getting a dog. That mending part. Friend yeah. Maybe it'll. But, I, I couldn't, know, this I, has been a decade and I just went to get a dog a couple years ago and that's when I found out I was allergic and I, uh, I, it took me what, eight, nine oh, years. I was like, she's just, she's just such a, every time she, yeah. every time we come in, she's like, she smiles. Like, yeah. Like, my dog smiles. She's like. I know. Crap. They're I'm funny. Like, I'm like, you're smiling. Like, she'll look at Paul. Yeah. Go, I just couldn't, I, I couldn't, 
get another one right away. I just, and grandma said to me, she said, you're not replacing, you're adding to your family. I said, I know, but it's like, you know, having a baby that dies and then you just go right, run, run right out and get another one to try to distract yourself. I said, I want to mourn Chase. I want to feel the pain of missing her. I don't want to distract myself from well, that. I think that's also something that you, you're very emotional. Yeah. But she was my baby. I mean, my God, oh, yeah, but like, it's like, I didn't want to just, just replace her. I feel like sometimes if you think that you're forgetting it's you're not forgetting you know, it's I just didn't I wasn't ready though I wasn't ready to end up with a dog that constantly you know like what if it got sick you know and I do like two years of chemo with her you know I didn't want to go through watching I just wasn't ready to watch another dog die I, I don't even if it would have been a decade of having it or 15 years I just my my soul was just like I can't do this right like I can't I'm not ready for this you know, because, like, you don't know, they could die within a year. Well, they could get killed. Scary, they could, you know. you know, I just, I couldn't do it. I get so upset when animals die. I just can't, I, I'm just so kind of like, I just need time away from that. Like, I, I've done all my life, totally you know, I just, I'm I so tired of it, totally you know. And it was hard for me. It really was hard. But I really loved that dog. Like, she was my, I loved all my dogs. I had three. I had Maggie. And Chasey and I had uh, Mackie. They were all Mackie and Maggie. They're going to be so cute if they're in heaven together. But I just, you know, they're going to be so, they were the cutest dogs. Like Mackie, you would have adored. He was a little German Shepherd mixed with a beagle or like a, a hound dog. So it looked like you had a German Shepherd puppy and he was grown and he was so freaking happy. So cute and sweet. You would have adored him. He was a happy, I called him Mackie Mac. I think the only reason why I wanted a dog is because of I know. That's I know. the only reason why I think I'd keep getting dogs. Not so much of for like, oh, I need a dog because it's like a an emotional attachment thing. I think that yeah. I got Violet, honestly, because of the protection yeah. of having a dog. I know. And, um, That's why I got Chase. And uh, it's very nice because Violet will perk her head out. Good. Yeah. You know? I thought like either that. an alarm system or a dog. A dog. And yeah. Dogs are cheaper, you know. And, yeah. uh, no, Actually, I, wait till you end up paying for chemotherapy. Yeah, that's You're going to wish you bought that alarm. Don't <laughs> no, I I, tell me this uh, dream. Yeah, that's yeah. I, that's that's what you did. Um, so I had this recurring dream, not recurring, but it was just it kept adding on for like a week. Okay. And I kept having this dream where I lived in an elongated diamond onyx spaceship. There was no doors, no windows. I would just go into it, okay, and then go out of it. And that was it. There's no doors. I was like the like the ship was like a, a an organic thing, okay. And inside of the ship was dark, and there was like this pool that was like this like glittery, almost kind of gooey looking, but it was like water and it was like glowed. Okay. And I was like a couple steps into it, and then it was just a pool. And I would go into the pool, and I would get out of the pool. And then the floor was also like this black onyx stone. Right. And then on the opposite side was just like this bed. It was very plain. It was just like a cube. That was it. That was like my whole ship. But when you're inside the ship, you can see out of the ship. You could see all the stars. But when you're outside the ship, you couldn't see in it. So it was like a double mirror kind of thing. But it was like really weird. So I remember mm. being in the ship. On one of the dreams, and I like felt like a like a hum in yeah. my chest. It was like, and I like transported to like this, like it was like I was like called, and I immediately like registered, and I went there, and I remember I was standing, 
I was like completely conscious. I was like my thoughts, but I was in this crazy looking thing. I actually drew it. I was like in this 12 foot being who had really long, old elven hair. My chin was, was it super, blonde? It was like white? silver white. Okay. My chin was really sharp and I had like kind of canines. My like lips were really like thin but full. I had this very sharp nose and my eyes, I could kind of see myself. My eyes were like black, like shark black. Oh my god. And my skin was like this blue, gray, green. It was very like my arms, I was like really toned and muscular, but my arms were like gaunt. Like I looked really, really old. Really wow. old. And my hands were like this big and I had like claws and I had some jewelry on my arms and I had this big like robe. Like like this like kind of Spartan robe and I had like a thing right here and I had this giant sword on my hip. Like this beautifully oh decorated sword. And I was barefoot. What about and your was, ears? My ears were pointed and I had little tiny horns and I had like a kind of like a oh flower leaf crown. I look like a really old ancient elf, but crazy cool. I can remember it. In and you were in a detail. spaceship. And I was in a spaceship. Wow. And now I just got transported. And I remember I was in the dream. And I looked at my feet and I wiggled my toes. And I looked at my hand and I was like, and I was like, okay with it. But it was my, like, I was conscious because I was moving my hands and I was like moving like stuff around. Yeah. And I like touched my sword and I was standing on top of water. And the water was rippled where I just showed up. And the water reflected the galaxy. And it was, like, really pretty. Like, it was, like, blues and greens and stars. Yeah. And I was standing on top of this, like, water. And then above me was all the galaxy. I was just, like, in this galaxy room. It was crazy. But it was, like, endless. so crazy. I was standing there. And then I looked up. And, like, three miles down this water was this huge egg like it was like like it looked like that yeah it was huge like oh my god fucking a thousand times the size of me and it was standing there and it was what like it was just sitting on the water like there was no legs there's no there's no head it was just like <laughs> it wasn't a ship it was an egg it was like it felt it was alive oh boy and it was just on the water in the horizon and it was like, I was like looking up at it and all of a sudden it like, I was sitting there and I was just waiting for okay. like a long time. That's all I did. I was just waiting and I was looking it up. Right. I was just waiting and I was just kind of looking around and like my eyes were like flicking to different lights and like it was really weird. Like my eyes were like really observant and I could slow things down and pay attention to things more. And then all of a sudden the like ship egg being god thing went like it was really deep it was like and like it, I could feel it uh-huh. and all I said in my mind because apparently me and the thing could communicate right? I just said I understand and the top of the thing went like and it like started to rise up and like the, there's parts of it that was like coming away from itself. It was like gold and it kind of smoked a little bit. Yeah. And all I said was that I understand. And then I was like given like a purpose or a mission or I don't even know. And then I just like transport back to my ship. What in the world? I don't even know what that means. That was cool. I was that like. That is amazing. 
It was so. Now, is this recurring? It only happened. It happened for like a week. Still recurring for a week. Yeah, it happened, That's but like not. It was, yeah, it happened like a couple months ago, and it was just like it was just like a dream that kept adding on <coughs> itself for like a week, and then that was like the end of it. That's I like nuts, Chan. Got weird. Weird. Well, we should get going to get stuff done here, but it's been a real fun time talking about all this crazy stuff. All right, you guys. That was my discussion with Chandler. I hope you enjoyed it. We tend to, <laughs> I do this with a lot of people. I tend to talk about a lot of different things and it just, you know, it just makes it fun for everybody. I have some, um, stories that were sent to me. I wanted to read you and I also have, it's another story, but it's more of like a letter form I wanted to read and um, then we're going to end the night there. So just bear with me a second here. I'm trying to get from the beginning. First story. I was driving in my car one night with a couple of my relatives. And we were driving on a really dark back country road. It's somewhat of a highway going up north. But in our area, it's considered like a country road. And it is super wooded and very dark very very pitch black it's very odd because it's actually pretty well traveled but it's like you're in the middle of nowhere and as we were driving i looked up into this one spot in the trees for whatever reason i saw like this flash and i could make out very quickly this enormous being but it was like glowing it literally had like the shape of what we have come to know as a cryptid. I couldn't really tell if it was a dog man or a Bigfoot or could be something else, but that's what it struck me as. More like a gigantic person, really. It was really bizarre, but it had like this glow to it. And I just kind of exclaimed out loud, what the F is that? And my, the two people I was with saw my reaction and looked where I was looking. And we all just gasped and couldn't really understand what we were looking at. We had slowed down. We had already been driving pretty slow because we were afraid to hit a deer because there's so many deer up on the road up there. And we had come to like a pretty slow, I would say we were going about 35 miles an hour and that's probably why I was able to notice it but this thing was running with the car like it was following our movements we're driving along not real fast but fast enough and we see this creature just seeming like it's running in the woods with the car now the woods are up like they're not level to the highway and they're up in like you'd have to really try to get up there, you know, I mean, although these creatures can jump and walk and hike and stuff a lot better than humans can, but for us, it would be a really hard time to get up to this area. It would be like climbing up a dirt wall, and it's like they cut the road right through the mountain, and so we had to look up into the trees, and there it was, but it was actually running along like it looked like that that's what it looked like it was doing. I don't know if it was actually just running 
after something or if it was actually running along with our car, but it was like keeping up with our car. But it was up in like the wooded area and it was just, you know, running right along with us as we were driving, but it was glowing blue. It had like a blue glow to it and it was really bizarre, scared the living crap out of us. And we, after observing it for a few minutes, we definitely picked up speed and got the heck out of there. I would have gotten out of there too. Glowing blue. That's interesting. Okay, the next story. I used to go look at houses that were abandoned. Me and sometimes I would take one of my friends along with me and we just had fun. We never took things from anywhere. We just liked scouting out these houses for some reason. Even houses that were up for sale for a long period of time. We would just go look at the property and stuff and just kind of see how people lived and what they did. It was just a really fun pastime for me. You'd see like this house sitting there somewhere and you'd see it year after year and it never moved. Nobody was ever there. I would inquire about it and hear nobody had been there in years. And yet you go there and all this stuff was inside and around the property. And things were like going bad inside the house. Ceilings falling down. Stuff like that. And it was fascinating to see the valuables and the stuff that people would leave in these houses. Like it never made any sense that... People would just leave this stuff instead of at least even selling it at auction or something. But it was just a really fun thing to do. There was one time I went in this house. It was out in the country and there were houses around it. They weren't very far away, but they were far enough away that it was a pretty private property. But there was enough people around that it wasn't like where it was in the middle of nowhere all by itself so it definitely had some neighbors but this place was amazing it had chandeliers and all kinds of just treasures inside of it it was just crazy these people left this place like this for years in fact I don't know if it still might be like that but I went in and explored this place and it was fascinating to me and then I went outside and they had like this barn it was like a shed, but it was like a bigger one. It wasn't small. And as I was walking towards it, you could smell this really rancid smell, like something died around the area. And I just assumed it was a deer or something that had died. It was pretty strong. It was pretty powerful. So I thought it was something bigger. And I was afraid to continue to approach. And I got... a. I got up right in front of the shed and I just stood there looking at it and I saw these pups inside like they were puppies but they were huge the heads on them were just enormous I never saw anything like it and it looked like they were kind of wrestling or playing with each other or something and then they stopped and they looked at me and it was all dark inside but you could tell you could see their eyes glowing and everything got real quiet. 
and the one stood up. It just stood up on its two hind legs and walked out towards the entrance and just stood there looking at me. And I don't even know how tall the thing was. I mean, it must have been standing up on its hind legs. It must have been three feet tall. And I was standing there trying to wrap my mind around this and figure out how this dog is standing up on its hind legs and the size of it for a pup. It's a pup, but it's a huge, massive pup. And it's walking on its hind legs. I mean, you'd be afraid of these things even if they were puppies, real puppies. I'm just standing there shocked and dumbfounded. And then all of a sudden, like out of the darkness, you see this other pair of eyes but they're like way up, like they're like seven, eight feet high off the ground. And you see these eyes come into view from the back, like they would be like, they were over the pups, but they were back in more. And you see these eyes all of a sudden come into view and they're glowing like this fluorescent greenish yellow color. And you hear this growl, like this menacing, extremely loud, but low. It was like, a low growl like a giant would make, if it makes any sense. It just had power to it. And I'm in just I'm just in disbelief. I mean I couldn't even get over what I was seeing, and I know this may not sound like it's making much much sense, but you'd have to be there to understand that you knew you were looking at something that was like an absolute freak of nature for the puppies to start with, and then on top of that you see these pair of eyes that you know you, you know you, I mean you would have to be standing on stairs or something to be up that high and you could almost make out like the silhouette of it. It just, I don't know it, if I'm explaining this very well, I just still can't get over it. I don't really know how to put this into words, but basically I think what I saw was a dog man or dog woman a female dog man with her pups. And I just turned around and walked out of there. I eased out of there as slow. And I don't know if I would say slow, but at least out of there as easy as I could without running or looking like I was becoming prey. And I never went back again. It was something I, I never want to experience again. And I haven't scouted property since. Wow. <laughs> I've seen a lot of things on TV where people do the scouting of properties and they make YouTube videos of it and they go into these places and some of these places are just, they go in tunnels and dark places and they find, I mean, this one guy found like a buzzard in, his, in like this upstairs room that smelled terrible and it was like, you know, feeding its young and, oh my gosh, just really sick stuff you see. But I've seen that before and that's, that's really crazy. Okay, next story. Going to keep this short. I worked at a landscaping garden center in Pennsylvania. We used to do a lot of night work for the next day's sales. I was on the grounds one evening alone and looked up over by the pond and there's a gigantic hair-covered muscular man with the head of a wolf staring back at me. Never knew anything like that even existed. I did some research after and found out I wasn't the only one who saw one of these freaks of nature. 
our government needs to come out with it so they can protect us better and we can protect ourselves. It's an outrage this is being kept under wraps. Something as potentially threatening of a force as this is being hidden from us. Your channel is properly named. In the dark is right. I watched the creature start to move very fast towards me, and thankfully, thankfully I was close to my truck. I jumped in it and got the heck out of there. It stopped moving and just stood there watching me speed off. Never worked at night there again or alone and don't even like going out at night any longer. That thing was pitch black with, it seemed to me, purple eyes, probably eight feet tall or more. Stood and walked on two legs. Moved fast, beautiful, but shocking looking. We have werewolves. They're real. They are real indeed. So Daniel Garcia is my last one. He wrote me a letter. Daniel, I hope you don't mind I mentioned your name. You didn't say not to. Um, this is This is interesting. He says, hello, I wanted to share one of my paranormal experiences with you. I'll leave it to you if this could qualify as something paranormal. Even if this doesn't make it on the channel, I just wanted to tell you about it anyway. I've always lived in Northern Lake County, Illinois. This happened to me around 2006 or 2007. I was with my best friend at the time, just driving out late. I don't remember what exactly what we were doing, probably hanging out late at Taco Bell or something. My friend lived in Zion, and I drove him home to drop him off. After that, I was driving down Sheridan Road, headed home. Along with it being late at night, it was raining heavy. As I was driving near the border between Beach Park and, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right, but Waukegan, I noticed someone walking on the side of the road. I remember seeing them wearing a yellow raincoat. You know how sometimes right before you drive past someone, they turn their head to look at you? Well, this is what exactly happened. This person's face looked completely deteriorated, nearly melted. I remember seeing red sores and disfiguration. This happened so quickly, and of course I didn't stop driving to check this person out. I know my mind wasn't playing tricks on me because I didn't feel tired or anything. This very much could have been someone with a severe illness or something. If that was the cause, I mean no disrespect. However, seeing something like this on a rural part of a road late at night can be terrifying. I'll never forget that night. To my surprise, I read somewhere online that near that exact area, a group of young people sighted a winged humanoid that was stalking them at night. Maybe there is some type of energy there. Thank you for your channel. I'm a fellow believer in Christ, and it's nice to hear a cryptid perspective in that case. If you have any follow-up questions, let me know. Daniel. Well, thanks, Daniel. I appreciate that story. And that is, I mean, it's hard to say. 
You don't really know what it could have been. It does not sound normal. It sounds like you definitely had a sighting of something. I mean, a melted face is not something you see every day. There's a lot of stories about people that have no faces. Like if the people see them and they just have, there's no features at all. Sometimes maybe a nose. Um, I've heard of, of beings in the woods that have no face and then they open up their neck and like smile, like a sinister smile. And around their neck is like a slit and that's where their mouth is located very strange stuff and you know that could have been it could have been a skinwalker it could have been i mean i don't know if skinwalkers can be winged i'm not sure you always hear of them being more like you know wolves or something of the sort but i would imagine a skinwalker could turn into any type of an animal or even a bird so it could, you know, it could have been something like that. It could, have, it could have been, you know, a winged creature that is able to mutate into something that looks like a human. We are just, we're in some serious trouble down here. Like it, it's, uh, you know, according to the Bible, it's going to get worse and it's going to get worse. And that creatures of nightmare will be walking the earth. The giants are going to return and men's and women's hearts are going to fail them for what they see. We have to prepare ourselves for this, guys. It's, it's, a. Uh, I believe it's coming and I believe it's, it's here. I believe it's happening now. And I believe it's, it's escalating and it's getting worse. I do believe in God's word. So there you have it. I hope you enjoyed the, the show tonight and I will definitely try my best to get on as soon as I can here. I really, really would like to do some weekly episodes. I just have to find the time to do it. I'm going to have to squeeze it in. I have this little maniac that runs around my house <laughs> creating crazy noises and havoc, so it's a little hard sometimes between that and working. I really would like it if as many of you as possible would be willing to pray for me, pray for me daily for a while or more than once keep me in your prayers i am this allergy that i'm going through is really really bad very um scary could be life-threatening for me it, it almost seems like every day it's getting worse and i'm not gonna lie i'm i'm pretty scared right now i am i pray a lot talk to the lord you know i i am have other people that pray for me, but you can never get enough prayer. So please, guys, please pray for me. Pray for the complete healing and restoration of my health and my body. In Jesus' name, you know, that's I just really need it. Love you guys all. God bless you all. Please be safe. Say your prayers. And just look up, you know, look around you. Keep your guard up because there's stuff out there. You guys take care. I'll be talking to you soon.